Hello, everybody. Thank you very much for downloading the Leeds Book Club podcast um, once again, because I am spoiling you, because I am marvellous. I have a superstar guest star with us, um, a very good friend of mine, I say having met you now three times, um, a Twitter soul sister, and, um, and a choreographer at the West Yorkshire Playhouse on the Transform 13 project. Um, I'd like everybody to give a big round of applause, please, to my mate Pauline, who can be found on Twitter at Emergent P. How are you, Mrs? I am very well, thank you. Thank you for having me on the podcast. No, not at all. It's, it's an absolute pleasure. I am so excited about the um, season that's been happening at the West Yorkshire Playhouse. My poor um, readers and listeners have heard me flapping about various things from Dr Faustus to Refugee Boy and, and everything in between. This is something, though, this is a project that's very personal to you. Could you explain a little bit about what Transform is all about? Sure. Um, I actually came across Transform in the very first one, which was in 2011. Um, I came across it literally because I happened to win a, a wristband, so I didn't really know what Transform was about. Um, but I realised that Transform is literally about looking at theatre in a very different way to the usual proscenium march, go in, buy a ticket, sit down, be entertained and then go home. Yeah. This is about viewing theatre through real-life people's eyes, and that's, that's what Transform is about. Mm. It's also about looking at new artists who are trying to do something very different with, mm. their, with the art form. For my, my instance, it's just about looking at how I combine dance and text or spoken word. So that's for, for me, personally. Mm. But there's been a, a number of um, artists who are all trying to work in a particular way for the very first time on mm. Transform. So in a way, it's, it's, Transform is literally that. How does theatre transform? transform. Yeah. And presumably you're looking at transforming the audience as well, perhaps inviting in people who might think of theatre as very stuffy, middle-class pursuit, not for me, panto, yes, but theatre, no. Yeah. You know, <laughs> are you... Because um, I know that the West Yorkshire Playhouse has, has done in the markets recently where they literally went into Leeds Market and were hanging out and getting advice from, from sellers and that kind of thing. Is it... Is, is the audience important to you? The audience is very important. I actually think that the audience really do know about theatre far more than sometimes theatre practitioners may think. Mm. And, um, you know, certainly Leeds has a history of the audience growing companies. Yeah. So, for instance, you have Phoenix Dance Theatre. Uh, they started off within the community and they were being supported within the community and now they are literally one of the biggest contemporary dance companies in the UK. Mm. Um, similar thing with Northern Ballet Theatre. So, theatres, the audiences are very much more discerning, especially nowadays with things like um, Strictly Come Dancing, um, you have um, uh, Pop Idol, that's the wrong thing. Oh, you, Britain's, you know I mean? got Britain's got some sort of talent, talent yeah, exactly. but none of those talented exactly. people are on this show. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and, and the thing is, is that theatre, much like dancing and any other of the other arts, are something that people do every single day mm. in some way, shape or form. Mm. I mean, if you look at football, football is a theatre all of its own. Yeah. You know, you've got the chants coming from the audience. You've got 
things that's happening on the pitch that you sit down and you watch. Mm. You have people who are really involved in the skills that football brings about, mm. um, be that as a voyeur or as a player. Mm. And it's the same thing with theatre. I think sometimes we can uh, make the assumption that because it's in this darkened room and you're speaking in very hushed tones, yeah. that you need to be very reverential towards it. Mm. But actually, uh, right up to, uh, I think right up to the beginning of maybe the 19th, uh, late 19th century, theatre was one of those very raucous places. It was a meeting point. It was mm. places where people got together, sat together, drank together and watched what was going on and made running commentaries all the way through. Mm. We've kind of lost that over the last kind of 100 years, I feel. Yeah. And, and in a way, Transform is trying to bring some of that back. That passion. That passion. And that's the thing about it, yes. When, when obviously, um, if I, ha I didn't make it clear at the beginning, Pauline's a dancer and a choreographer. <laughs> um, Obviously, that's a very, uh, for me, I feel like, I feel like most forms of entertainment can be grouped in together. Books can become TV series, films, mm -hmm. theatre, musicals, but dance seems a little bit removed because I always feel when I'm watching dancers that um, if you see someone read a book, you can read a book. They're listening to music, you can, listen, you can sing along, you might not be brilliant, but you can join in. But dance seems to be one of those things that um, you can either do it or you can't. So I'm very interested to see how you're working it in with text, because mm. presumably that's the bits that I can do mm -hmm. with the bits that I can't, and hopefully it would make me a bit more experimental. Is that kind of one of the, the goals? It is partly, but it's also just to understand what movement actually is. I try to stay away in these days from the word dance, because when you do that, you're then looking at technique, you're looking at code, you're looking at use of language and terminology mm. that actually you have to go and train in, yeah. in terms of the theatre dancing that you see up on stage. Yeah. Um, but actually, what happens is we, do, we move every single day. Mm. Just to walk from one point to another is movement. Yeah. Sticking out your arm for a bus is movement. <laughs> Sitting down with a newspaper is movement. Mm. And so what I'm trying to do is trying to enable people to feel free enough to be able to move. Hmm. These are things that we do every single day. We improvise hmm. dance every day. In yeah. way, it's the same way that we improvise text every day when we speak to each other. Hmm. It's no different. And in fact, you see it with children. Absolutely. Your children in the playground, they'll be running and for no good reason, they'll suddenly leap or they'll right. throw in a spin. That's and right. it's, it's very fluid in a way that, well, my knees wouldn't take it. <laughs> but... <laughs> I don't think mine do anymore either. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we said. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I think what's, really, what's really been important is for the participants of Bermontov Stories is to enable them, I work very closely with them, mm. to produce movement that is right for them. Authentic. Authentic to them and, and authentic to their experience. I know that you've... Um, you've done a lot of work in Bermontovs and I know having spoken to you in the past that it's a, it's, it's a place in your heart and I think the people very much so you keep them you, you have a, a you are aligned with them you feel proud of them you mm. are inspired by them yes. how, how important was it I mean were you, when you were approached were you approached with the Bermontovs in mind was it purely you as a choreographer how important was it that you were bringing together these different aspects into one I mean, for me, really, in a way, um, Bermontov Stories is, a, is, a, is a actually a story of any inner city area. Mm. Um, Bermontov's, in terms of Leeds, has been very much viewed as a place of high crime, mm. as a place where people want to leave. 
Yes. Me, myself, I come from Hackney in East London, and whereas now Hackney is like very upmarket, and you've got people like Damien Hurst living in yes. Hoxton Square and places like things like this. When I was growing up, it, was a, it really was a place of high crime. There was a lot of rape going on, a lot of muggings going on. It was the kind of place that you just didn't go into. Mm. Uh, but actually, it's not about the area. It's the people that are of most importance, and people yeah. are very precious. Mm. Every single one of us has a book, a dance, a film inside of us but we don't realize we have that because mm. we are being sold all the time this media image of what a great life is all about oh, absolutely and, if, and I think if you feel like if you come from a socially deprived or an economically deprived background mm. there's an element whereby how would you have the confidence to develop that mm. that that faith but even just the basic bread and butter skills to do it you yeah. know creativity is is something that needs to be encouraged and absolutely. nourished absolutely and it's, and the thing is it's it's actually there i mean i've been kind of hanging out in places like the Leeds Working Men's Club, mm. um, North Leeds Working Men's Club. And actually you go in there and there's a whole heap of theatre going on. There are people talking, there are people singing, there are people drinking, obviously. Yes. But it's all very free flow. And I think what happens is as soon as you start to use words like theatre and dance, there is an expectation that suddenly you can't do this. It's only, it's only the preserve of certain people who mm. know what the language is, yeah. who know... Um, how to speak to each other in, in academic terms. Mm. And actually, I think it's far more open and far more free than that. It's, it's interesting that you should say that, because I do think uh, that the, the terminology is a barrier mm. a lot of the time. Um, I recently went down to... Oh, God, what's it called? Trinity. Oh, yes. Um, new big shopping centre, just in case anybody in Leeds happens to have not heard about it. <laughs> um, but we were upstairs in one of the restaurants, and... Um, Suddenly we heard a noise, we looked over the railings and we're looking down three or four floors, so that, which in and of itself is quite a dramatic mm. um, view. Mm. And suddenly there's like one person dancing, mm. he's joined in by another one. Before mm. we knew it, there was like this little flash dance thing that had happened. I've never mm. seen anything like it. I felt more vibrant watching those tiny little stick insects because they were so far away from me, yeah. bouncing <laughs> up and down all in time. And people were, were thrilled by it. And mm. it is, as you say, it's, it's letting people see that in the real world, or maybe mm. helping people recognise it. Would, that, would you say that's more, it's less about giving people the skills and more teaching them how to recognise? It's absolutely about recognising. It's about owning your own story and actually being proud of your own story. Mm. And that's with the challenges as well as, as, well as um, the, 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 the victories of it. Yeah. Uh, it's only through challenge that we grow. Mm. And I think in this society, we don't look at any kind of challenge as something to learn from. Mm. But, I mean, how does a baby learn to walk if it doesn't go through the challenge of trying to get up, yeah. trying to, you know, bumping its head or scraping its knees, and eventually it starts to walk, and then by the time you get to 10, 11, 12, it's a very natural thing to do. Yeah. We, do we, we live a life of challenge, but we don't often accept that when we have those victories that we should be able to share those. Mm. Every single one of us has got a, a story that's poignant. Mm. Every single one of us has points of depression. Mm. It's a shared humanity. Yeah. You know, and certainly Bermatov's stories has enabled me, as a, as a, both as a maker and as an artist, to develop myself, mm. you know, working with these wonderful individuals and hearing about their stories and hearing about the lives that they've been living causes me to question, well, what am I doing in my mm. life? Mm. And that's the reason why, for me, this is so important. That's mm. why Bermontov stories are something that's really close to me. It's about the people. And I, and I think sometimes what happens is with an area that has, in inverted commas, um, uh, uh, isms. 
isms, a lot of isms, <laughs> I thank you for that, oh, I was reaching then, uh, a lot of isms, people start to associate an area with buildings. Mm. So, for instance, one of the, the, the big kind of building that everybody talks about is, is the Shakespeare's, which is our, our set of high-rise block of flats. But inside of those buildings are people mm. who live every single day, yeah. who breathe air every single day, yeah. who talk to other people about their life experiences and what that is about. Mm. It's just we don't, as a general public, get to see that. Mm. Um, and, and, I, and I'm really hoping that when people come to see Bermatov's stories that they understand that this is not just about the people in the performance area, it's about the people who are watching mm. as well and having that connection with what they are seeing. Well, set us the scene slightly here. Um, I believe that you are running uh, from Wednesday... Thursday and Friday. That's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Apologies for that. That's right. So that's going to be the 25th to the 27th. That's right. And um, we queue up, we get our ticket, Mm -hmm. we come in, Mm -hmm. talk us through. Give give, give us a little bit of an insight. What should we expect? Okay, so the very first thing that happens is everybody's going to be meeting at the West Yorkshire Playhouse. Um, It's important to meet there because that's where the theatre, in inverted commas, starts from. So you then get taken on a walk. It's a cultural walk that takes you right up to the site. And there's going to be... Everybody's going to have, like, a little map. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be a number of events that happen along Along the the way. way. Yeah. So... um, And that's being done by the navigators, who are this incredible set of artists um, who have been really working really, really hard to make that happen. Once you get into the space, it is outdoors... So that's the first thing. So fingers crossed there's not going to be a lot of rain. Touch wood. Touch wood. We need to touch. <laughs> touch wood. I am touching my forehead right now. Um, so <laughs> you get into the space, and once in the space, um, you'll be transported into a very different world. Is it interactive at all? It is very interactive. There will be a lot of use of audience participation. So don't expect... But that's, that's like, she said that in a promise sort of way, not as a threat. Yeah, I felt absolutely. it was important to yes, clarify that. Yeah, please do, yeah, yeah. Um, you're not going to be made to sing on your own if you're coming as, a, as an audience member. Here, you look promising, dance one leg. <laughs> that's absolutely not going to happen. But there is going to be the performers... I don't. I lose that. I use that term really loosely. The people on on in the performance area are going to be reaching out to audience members mm. all the way through. Because yeah. again, it's about people. Um, there's going to be lots of dancing. There's going to be lots of text. The stories are all very poignant in one way or another. Mm. I've been really interested by the fact that right behind the site. Um, where Bermatov's stories is going to be yeah. is uh, right behind that is um, Bermatov's cemetery. And in there, there's like 180,000 people in 28,000 graves, and they're all built on top of each other. Mm. And this, to me, is an interesting thing, only because those are stories that have been lost in yeah. some way, shape, or form. It's almost like a lost library of Absolutely. Of I mean, here's me being very Doctor Who. I think there was that one episode <laughs> where there was a library. I think you might know what I'm talking about. I don't you're know what you're talking about. Yes, Why you do. does everybody just look at me and assume I'm up to date with Doctor Who? <laughs> <clears throat> I am, yeah, by the yeah. way. <laughs> exactly. Um, I was really taken by that particular episode because actually it is very true that each and every one of us holds a narrative. Mm. And it's those narratives that you're going to see. Yeah. And really and truly myself and Romy Smith, who's the writer, and Simon Beddo, who is the musician and composer, the three of us are really there to facilitate the individuals who will be giving over an expression of their lives. 
And that's all that we are doing, is, is literally we are helping them to become the conduit through which they can speak. Speak. Yeah. That's, uh, I think it's, um, it's lovely. It, it just sounds... I know Leeds, the, you know, the West Yorkshire Playhouse, and Leeds in general has, has been very creative about the way that it approaches and a, a whole range of activities across the city. But this feels different. Yes. I mean, as a, as a dancer, a form, well, former dancer, but mm -hmm. now choreographer, how different is this to other projects? Or do you bring that sense of inclusion? Is it something you just inherently bring to everything that you work on? I think I do. Um, I, I've always been really engaged with uh, processes and creative processes that involve, in inverted commas, the community. Mm. I don't like using that term because it makes it kind of sound like there's theatre practitioners and dancers and then there's the community. Yeah. We're all part of the community. Yeah. So let's get that one kind of down and dusted. But I guess in a way what I mean is I've always been really engaged with um, uh, projects that deal with people who are not trained actors, actresses, mm. singers, composers, musicians, writers... Um, directors I've really been engaged by that because for me that's where the really exciting thing happens mm. especially nowadays I think we are getting into a place where we don't do dialogue face to face anymore mm. we have things like Twitter we have things like Facebook we have things like the TV and we've got computers and the internet mm. so that place of being able to get together and share dialogue and create from dialogue is being lost yeah. so what I've really tried to do is try to uh, uh, bring into this particular process that place of dialogue mm. and to start with that is very much a devised piece so mm. I didn't go in with an idea of this is what it's going to be like yes. and so therefore you have to do because otherwise I'm just being I'm just being a puppeteer yeah. and everybody else are just being my puppets and actually I really wanted for this whole show to come from the people mm. that we bring into this process um, so really and truly, the, the piece in, its, in and of itself wasn't even formed even this time last week. Yeah. You know, it's literally over the last week been completely and utterly formed using the experiences of the people that we've been talking to over the last six to eight weeks. Mm. So it is really and truly their show. Mm. And I, I would imagine, I, I mean, I know, I know what you're saying. Again, I have to say specifically with regards to dance. Mm. Um, but it does feel as though... The, the untapped potential is greater now because I feel like most people nowadays are very visually orientated. Mm. We're so trained by television. Even, mm. even radio paints a very visual picture. So are you finding that you're, you're working with people who are, you know, they, they're literally kind of going, I have this vision. I don't have the terminology Absolutely. to get it out of my head. Absolutely. I mean, certainly one of the participants is a writer and he has written these incredible pieces of writing based on his experiences of being in South Africa and being over here. And he's always bringing something in, mm. you know. Um, and it was because of him, actually, there's a point where we look at Yorkshire dialect. And it was only because he brought in, like, a certificate. He made this whole certificate up of, uh, of, of Yorkshireisms. <laughs> and I'm not entirely sure how, how, how they all work, but it's things like Shotley Gob. 
which I which a which, how-to guide for yeah, the non-local. Absolutely, and I am a non-local. You I know, must, you email me a copy, please. Yeah, I will do. Useful. <laughs> I will do. You know, so it's it's it's, and it's because of his experience of being in 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 the area, and mm. it's experience his experience of of life that has caused him to come up with this. Mm. Now, I don't, I've never come across anything like that before, and I've been living in, in Leeds now for 14 years. Yeah. So, for me, that was really exciting. Yeah. Um, it's about, it's about understanding, there's another person, actually, um, who is a wonderful dancer, you know, and he did dancing, I think, up until his teenage years, and then he stopped dancing, and now he runs football teams. Yeah. But, you know, I've created a whole solo with him, and he's doing all sorts. He's leaping off of boxes, he's, you know, he's standing up really tall and straight. I mean, he's, beautiful really amazing mm. and he has a really endearing quality which you cannot train for it's something that's inherent and it's inherent in him yeah and and i love it because it is raw it is raw passion mm. it is it is literally him as he is yeah and that's what i want to bring to this piece is people's honesty mm. with it you know that you know that I don't really like the idea of people saying text from the point of view of being very pronounced in the way that they they talk mm. and being very deliberate all the time about where they walk to and where they stand. It's actually, that artifice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. And, and don't get me wrong, I think there is absolutely a place for that. So I'm, not, I'm not saying by any stretch of the imagination mm. that those things shouldn't happen. I think there should be space for all oh. of the extremes. Yeah. And I think for me, Bermatov Stories is a place of realism and honesty. Mm. That comes from the participants, and that's what that and that's the beautiful thing about it. Everything that you've said, it it sounds as though Transform Thirteen or, or the Berman Berman ugh, <clears throat> Berman Tofts. Oh, bloody Story. hell! Stories. <laughs> <laughs> I know my brain's gone. To I'm sorry. As well, don't worry. It sounds as though it has all. Um, it's come about in quite an organic way. Mm. Um, you've mentioned uh, the evolution of the piece, the evolution of the participants, yes. and the hope that there will be an involvement outside of the participants and, yes. and the route and, yes. and various places. Um, presumably, all of that has happened because you've been given fairly solid support. Absolutely. Um, I, yeah. I, I would imagine creatively, but... Yeah. Uh, although we do tend to talk of the theatre as being mm. buildings and mm. that kind of thing, I feel like the West Church Playhouse has a, it's got a good rep for getting out. It's got a getting good... Or get, getting, getting out, not just to get people in, no. but getting out to get what's out there. Absolutely. I mean, Amy, <laughs> Amy Letman, who's the producer here, and uh, you know, I've, I really uh, I do stand in awe of her. You know, she's, she's got this incredible energy. Mm. And because of her, you know, we were pounding the streets of Bermontoffs, literally, <laughs> right, literally. We're walking into news agents, handing out leaflets, going, we're making a show, come and be in it. You know, we went to working men's clubs, we went to the pubs, we went to the community centres, we did a number of, uh, uh, of workshops with people. Mm. And Eamon was right by my side all the way, you know. And I, and I think, actually, it's, a, it's always a big risk, I think. Um, a lot of the work that I've done up until this point has been with particular with, with certain writer and directors. So, for instance, I'm an associate artist with a company called Chris Good & Company who are based down in London. And Chris Good was actually one of the um, 
one of the uh, major um, artists that was brought up for the first transform. And then I was taking part in his process last year as an associate artist for Nine, which was very much about, again, it was a community inverted commas piece. Mm. It was about nine individuals and the lives that they led. So mm. this was really the inspiration behind Bermatov Stories. And just to see if we could do it on a much bigger scale. Yeah. You know, so um, Amy, Amy has taken, I feel, a massive risk. And that's very unusual in this day and age because mm. actually theatres like to work with certainties. Yes. Right? Bums, like on bums on seats. Bums on seats, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, bums on seats, we know what your record is, we know that you can do it and then, mm. you know. Mm. But actually, Amy has taken, it's given me the chance and the opportunity to investigate what could this look like? What mm. could my ideal piece look like if it could, you know, if it could come to fruition and I could have any resources that I want, what would, what would it look like? Mm. And so she's worked really, really closely, closely with me yeah. on it. If it wasn't for the support of the West Yorkshire Playhouse, this piece would not go on. Mm. It is as simple as that. Yeah. Yes, people are absolutely important. The creative team is absolutely important. But you need that support You and need structure. that support and you need that vision actually, it's the vision of the West Yorkshire Playhouse mm. that has led directly to transform being in the way that it is this year. Yeah. We have four keystone pieces that are outside of the theatre. That's a risk. Mm. So yours is obviously one of them. Yes. What, what a, not, not to go into so much detail, because we're selling you, sweetheart. Okay. But um, <laughs> if, you, if you could mention the other three pieces, just to let people sure. know what they should be looking out for. Sure. So you have Slung Low, who are over at the Royal Armouries, and they have the Johnny Eck and Dave Tools show and that's going to be uh where they i can't think of the word where they do the tournaments oh like the jousting the jousting stuff. exactly oh, wow. so that's where they're going they're going to be there hope you edited that bit out because that was they're going to be in the place in the arena where they do the jousting yeah so that's 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 that piece you've mentioned the marketplace already which i think is coming to a close um there's there's my piece and then you have the rage receptacle which is using eastgate and the hedgerow that, so I think that's I think that's the one that um I think that's been heard about the most if yes, you know what I mean like yes. I, obviously I work very close to the markets and it was it was brilliant when mm. I'm going through and obviously I've got to know the guys that sell the books really cheaply <laughs> it's weird how that one's worked but it was brilliant getting their feedback because mm. uh, at first I think they were a little bit like somebody came over and they're like asking me what it's like to work here and I was yeah. like what do you want to know you know yeah. and then by the end of it they're they are so invested in in the project but I think that it's the the Eastgate that that's the one that and obviously it's the main route in town absolutely it's, it's going to be it's a direct route from the West Yorkshire Playhouse up into, up into town, town basically and uh, you know Ellie Harrison who is um, an artist that I greatly admire she has some amazing vision um you know so doing the rage receptacle which I'm planning to go to this week uh, is, is, is actually it's a, in a way I guess an, an extension of the work that she's already been doing in terms of she's been doing some work with the grief series which is mm. looking at grief in all of its forms mm. so you know she's a, a, a Lee's based artist who has really used her experiences to inform the work that she does yeah. and that's the place that I'm getting to now mm. so yeah it's been it's been a it's been a it's been an amazing journey to be part of this massive thing because it is huge and uh, i i would imagine that it is only the beginning for you it, it sounds it, as though <laughs> it has ignited your vision and yeah. i 
I imagine that we will be discussing this again this time next year. Well, not this, but we will be discussing <laughs> something again. Can you imagine we got together in a year's time going, hey, transform last year. How awesome was that? Yeah. And we, don't do <laughs> we don't do anything ever again. That's it. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I think it's, um, there's, obviously, there's, there's always the challenges of working with any kind of project on this kind of a scale. Mm. And I've learned absolutely loads, mm. really. And a lot of it I will take into the next projects that I'll be doing. Um, one of which is working with Chris Good again uh, later on this year. Um, that's on a much bigger. It's, uh, that's in a theatre. Theatre, yeah. Commerce piece that um, will be performed in London. Um, yeah. So it's 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 about how I take these experiences and move them forward into mm. the next projects that I do. Yeah. And I definitely want to keep working with text. Yeah. And I know that. Uh, well, and that's, I suppose, if nothing else, that's a valuable thing to have learned about yourself yeah. during, throughout this. So, remind us again. Mm -hmm. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night of this week. That's what right. time is it beginning at? Um, if you're going from the West Yorkshire Playhouse, it starts at 6.30. 6.30? Yeah. 6.30. So you go on the walk, which will take you up to the site. The performance starts at 7 o'clock, and it will finish 45 minutes later. Is there a charge? There is a charge. Tickets are £5, so if everybody goes to the box office... They can sort that out ahead of time. yeah. Well, best of luck. I'm knocking on wood here, but I can see that you've got a rehearsal that needs to start. Yes. So I'm going to <laughs> thank, you. thank you so much for, for doing our little podcast. I can't wait to see Transform. And hopefully we'll have you on again very soon talking about more of your projects. So Absolutely. thank you. And anybody, if you're interested, everybody, everybody who is interested, um, obviously you can get to the West Yorkshire Playhouse on www wyp.org.uk I knew I was going to get that the wrong way around uh, if you'd like to say hello to Pauline she's available on Twitter at, at emergentp um, and of course you can come and find me and harass me in general at Leeds Book Club at any time I will no doubt be back soon thanks very much Pauline and we'll Thank see you. you again see you again <laughs>